If you are wearing a Pooh Shiesty mask, the following content is not for you. Eh, but fuck it, come on in anyway. Start the show. I'm just saying, you're not the target audience, but we welcome you just the same. It's fine. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I've been doing this for five years. I can tell a client how to reach their target audience, but if you ask me what the target audience is for this, for this podcast, I could not tell you. I, it, it's such a random mixture of humans that keep up with this I, I i couldn't even begin to start i would assert anyone who likes titties but we, we we welcome everyone to the table that i don't even think that matters anymore we try um uh, you know it, it, you don't have to like titties to like this podcast but it helps because we it's it comes up every now and then like just a little bit it like really we we've talked about opinions while black bingo you oh, that's gonna happen that's going to happen in the new year. Thank you. That's going to happen in the new year, 2024. Tired of asking about it. We're going to get super interactive with you guys and do opinions while black uh, bingo. Um, we had a we had a listener who did an opinions while black bingo card. I have to get her to send it to me again. Hey, let's bring that back because you already know how I am with prizes. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Also, we, it, we can we can get really weird and fun with prizes again. Also, and yeah, yeah, that's true. I appreciate, yeah, I appreciate that listener. That was a cool listener. Also has big titties. Um, uh, niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions while black. Your black ass cheat sheet for the week in foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy Oz. Euphonic. Um, that is euphonic. As you as you can tell by now, um, the fluent one our H our H E B great value Drake. Um, is out this week. He is out sick. You feel better, sir. I don't even. I don't even. Feel, I don't even believe in get well soon. I believe in get well now. It's, it's more it, that. That's more. Uh, what what do millennial girls call it? Intentional. Um, I Euphonic is going hard, and I can't. I I can't divulge what he's partaking in. Uh, getting the energy the, right for on having the main one show. less musketeer. On the main show, but I got I, you, Drake. He is going. He's going hard in the paint, and I, I'm worried. We're gonna balance that energy the fuck out today. Um, how, how's your week, man? What? No, wait. Um, yeah, how's your week? Um, uh, mental health, one to ten. Let's start with yours. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with um, yours. <laughs> um, in uh, improving gradually. Uh, during the week, I was I was kind of in the middle. It was like a like seven seven point five maintaining. Um, I don't like doctors. Well, I won't say I don't like doctors' appointments. 
me and my doctor are trying to find a, an equilibrium, you know, in, in how we interact. Um, she was definitely far less unpleasant. Um, so that's a good thing. And actually, it, it, no, actually my mental health actually increased a little bit. Cause I, I looked back and I realized a couple of things had happened in my, had, had happened in my immediate life that I kind of took for granted. I looked up and a, something I was writing, a script I was writing was suddenly finished. Didn't even realize it until I was revising. Um, I mean, it's the first draft, but whatever. Um, uh, somebody I, um, I I made up. I won't even say I made up with. I We had a necessary talk, me and somebody, um, a dear friend of mine that I used to work with. There, I mean, we've kept in touch, and there's never been any beef, but we had a, we had a necessary conversation. Um, and I feel a lot, and I feel a lot better and I, 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 yeah, I, I feel a lot better getting that off my chest and her getting that off her chest. Um, so that's always good to me. I, I, I always really appreciate that. And I appreciate that more now, um, that I've lost people not even lost people's like relation like relationship wise but just people have passed and so i really the bonds worth keeping and the people worth keeping and the people that have stuck around and all that shit i want to i want to make sure i'm cultivating those relationships as best i can and sometimes that means getting things that have gone unsaid and maybe taken for granted that they were understood putting those on the table so I would put my mental health at this moment now that I've really given it some thought um leading up to this moment, probably at eight, eight point five. Cool beans. Salute. Cause it didn't have to be, and that's in the midst of seasonal depression. Well So I'll put it like this. I I I'm as someone that works in education, this part of the year is just like there you go. Um, it's just it's just heavy, mm-hmm. um, and being in schools right now, it's just heavy. Kids are just heavy. Sure, I don't really worry about seasonal depression because, like, I don't like the season feels like my jam. Like, I like the cold. I like the overcast. Same. That's what's keeping me sane. Very gray. I like it. Um, but it's just a. Long week, dude. I think I'll be happier once I catch up on some sleep. Like I lost yesterday to sleep. Like ah, that's, gotcha, that's, gotcha. That's how tired I've been. Um, I, I I'll say like a like like I'll say a six and a half, seven. I, I'm okay. working my way up. But I'm, okay, but I'm, I'm just I'm tired. I'm, I'm legitimately tired. Okay, taking the necessary steps to improve that rating. Trying, man. Okay, trying. Good, if I don't, good. then all I'm doing is is being one of the others and I don't want to be one just of the spinning others. your wheels. Yep. Understood. Understood. Uh shout out to the new listeners. What the fuck are y'all doing here, man? God bless your curiosity. I mean, God bless y'all for being curious. Um intellectual curiosity is definitely a thing, but what the fuck are y'all doing here, bro? I did cuz I got to tell you that 
that was a that that was a that was about to be a depressing low energy th- it just not the things that y'all showed up here for but uh mental health but you know you know us mental health is a thing encouraging good mental health among other black men is a thing had to be done having said that the fact that you're still here salute because what the fuck what the fuck were you trying to prove Shout out to the new listeners, shout out to the old listeners, shout out to the first times, the long times, the last times. Shout out to all my niggas on Spotify, Google, SoundCloud, iHeart, Spotify, just anywhere, uh, anywhere, just anywhere good quality content is being disseminated. Uh, Shout out to all my niggas on Patreon. Always a pleasure to always a pleasure to do business with y'all. It's a new month. Uh, we're gonna we, we're gonna try to keep things spicy for you. Oh, because we were not here last week due to technical difficulties. I forgot to mention this. You know, it's the season of Spotify Wrapped, uh, where everybody does their little aggregates for what they listen to and all that shit. And you know, all, so mine is not a reflection of me. <laughs> oh, you're sharing it with other people. I, I have to be. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I forgot to mention our homeboy Roy is is in the building. We're actually in his building. Um, and as it turns out, Euphonic, I was going to say it must be. I didn't hear exactly what was said, but I saw that body language. Euphonic must have consumed the last of the cranberry juice. He must have. Oh, okay. That's okay. There you go. Okay. Fair enough. Um, Landlock me in a boot. Yeah. So um, I guess we can get right down to it. Oh, that's what I was going to say about Spotify Wrapped. Some of our patrons and some of our non-patrons have 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 shared um, their Spotify wrapped with us. Do you know one of you niggas? And shout out to Jr. Man, but one of you niggas of let's see, I, I want to get this right. Of the like sixty of however many minutes he spent on Spotify. I think he said he spent like 60-something minutes, 60,000 minutes of it listening to Opinions While Black. Something like that. My, that's a, Yeah, that's air horns. That means you didn't miss one episode. That means, and that's not even including all the Patreon. Holy shit. That's why I ask, what the fuck are y'all doing here? What are y'all doing? And and not only that, that's a lot to compete with. There are people amongst you, amongst your ilk. Let me let me scroll. Let me see if I can scroll to this. Uh, now, if we could just get you all engaged. Oh, they're engaging. They're doing fine. Okay, I got it wrong. So, of the twenty-four thousand minutes of Spotify, six hundred six thousand five hundred and fifty-five minutes were just for opinions while black. God damn! I don't listen to my podcast that much. We appreciate you, sir. Definitely appreciate you, David Santiago. Uh, he oh he came in. 
He's a top 16% fan. 4,330 minutes. Yeah, they doing it. JR's a top two fan. And man, y'all y'all some overachieving niggas, man. Y'all make me feel bad about my situation. Um actually, David, I probably got some script for you. Um uh, what was I gonna do? Flowers. That's right. Um flowers this week will go to and this is not a and this is not a new thing, but it's definitely a black person out here that needs to be recognized. Um, a gentleman by the name of Moses West who made his very own homemade machine in his garage that converts air to water. Holy shit. And there's a reason you probably don't hear much about this nigga. Um, and this is why we need to get him on all the platforms. So if something happened to him, it's documented. We know what happened. Uh, cause niggas like that, you don't hear about the, you don't, they, they come and go and we know who's who we know who's taking them out. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. We need to keep an eye on him closely. I would like to highlight that inventions like that are also mentioned in some of my favorite books. Maybe a year or two before the shit really pops off. I was going to say also are you inventing that, sir. Did the nigga in those books come up missing? Uh, yeah, right before the outbreak happened. Why are you inventing that, sir? That converts air to water? Hey, man. Wonderful. Pick pick, pick a book. Our yeah. resources are finite, man. That, that's great. But in every book, it's usually one or two years before the outbreak happens. I don't think it's because of that machine. There's a, there's a whole bunch of shit. Do you know that the that with the polar ice caps melting and all that shit, and that the, the, the plan is getting hotter, that... All them ancient diseases are coming the fuck back. Are yeah. going to come back. Yeah. Because yeah. they are encapsulated hey. in all that ancient ice. Hey, here's how I know you and I were watching the same John Oliver during COVID. Do you remember that special he did where he talked to that veneer, the veneer, virologist? Can't, can't ever say that fucking word and I love words. That man said, hey, there are 2,500 other things out here on the same level as or worse than COVID, and we're playing craps with it every day. I'll just be destitute and in and never leave the house again. That's all. I'll just be poor and destitute and never leaving the house ever again. I just want us to admit that some third world countries do have it right. Some of their practices or why they were able to get around that shit a little bit. I was gonna than say some of the motherfuckers over there, we talk shit. But they nipped that shit in the bud real quick. It was like I, a one-two. Like, oh, oh, we got him <clears throat> on the ropes. And the only and the main ones that didn't was because we wouldn't stop fucking coming over there. Took our rides. Um. So yeah, just <clears throat> you see how you running. see how rough that pandemic was for at least two years. That that was rough. There's another one coming. That's a roll. That was a that and that's a practice rollout for the real shit. Because if the Walking Dead go down. Some of y'all are not going to make it. A sum, a lot, ain't going to make I'm it. I'm trying to be optimistic. All right, I'm being optimistic about me. Hopefully we all paid attention when The Last of Us was on. Well, <laughs> I think we paid attention to the wrong things. Of course they did. Y'all know y'all like that Pedro Pascal. Um, How do we feel about him as Reed Richards? Actually, no. I want to give. Are you done with your flowers? I have flowers to give. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I actually want to give flowers to people. One, CJ the champ. 
He's an amazing YouTuber. If you don't know his work, go look him up. Man okay. is great for the Black Force Air, Air Force Energy Roundtable. Okay. Two, the creator of JJK. Y'all need to protect <laughs> this man's brain. It. Go give him a hug. If you give are him a an high five. If you are an anime person. Nick. Hey. And you've been watching Jujutsu Kaisen. Hey. You've had emotional whiplash too. I'll hey. say some of y'all I, uh, we're we're going to hey. do if you join our Patreon, uh I will do personal one on one anime counseling sessions. You'll need it. A lot of y'all are not okay. Are you caught up? Yeah. That nigga said yeah. there's a girl who I love. <laughs> who I wanted to protect. <laughs> Some of y'all oh, you're still on that. Like oh, that. you're still on that shit. I'm. I. Yeah. I'm still not okay about Nanami. Oh. I, oh. So we don't have to say much hey. more than that. But hey. I am not okay about Nanami. Yeah. Uh, that was that was some yeah. whole ass shit. That was a whole ass. He a whole ass. Hey. What, what's his What's his name? What's his name? Geju. Go. Mahito. Uh, uh, the bad guy, ghetto, ghetto, yeah, he a whole ass nigga for that. He a whole ass nigga for that. He a no, ho- Mahito is the one that Mahito is the one that finished Nanami off, bro. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. Spoiler alert. Whatever. Um, but shout out to Moses West, man. Like, I, I really, I like, like, I love, I like hearing about. Those like uh, that were out here making those inventions. I remember at one point there was a dude that was making. Uh, I think he was really one of the first people that was really out here doing those clean water um, straws and shit like that, where you can drink out of rivers and shit like that in a in a survival situation. Um, and we didn't hear a lot from him. He must have. I think he's. He must have sold that shit. That's what happened. He must have sold that proprietary technology, because I see a few people making shit like that now. I'm gonna say not Britta, but someone comparable to Britta has yeah. uh, has a filtered straw that does exactly what you're talking about. Actually. Yeah. Um. So I I really appreciate that. Um. And these and. I really wish we would get in the mind of treating the existing resources we have better, but because because this is Earth and because in particular the West just refuses to, um, I'm glad that people are making uh, a way for us to take advantage of the resources we have better. So shout out to Moses West. Hit him with the air horns, please. Uh, this week's human name shit is not a long one. But it is a meaningful one. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I want everybody to lean in. It's very close. Because this is the biggest message I can give during the holidays. Uh, short of reach out to someone in cases of seasonal depression. Hey, tell that person is, in the background to shut the fuck up, man. This is important. Listen. Yes, please. Get in the huddle. Listen very closely. Hear me. I encouraging you i beg of you please be kind to your retailers please oh my god please be kind please be open and understanding and sympathetic and kind to your retailers and wait staff and god your wait staff like fam two industries i'm glad i've worked in in my life but ooh we did they help just like Mow down any ego I thought I was gonna have outside of the world, man. Like it's never very working. hard 
very hard to be in those industries. Especially never working in, in food service. I'm it's, never it's, working it takes in a food really, service. It takes a different kind of person, bro. I only lasted one year in a restaurant and two years in a coffee shop. And it really takes a, a special person. Because people talk to you hella dumb. Know that if I ever, if you ever catch me in the foreseeable future working in uh, food service, <laughs> it's 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 to keep me off the it's to keep me off the streets having to suck dick for having to suck dick for something. I'm just telling you, I, mean, I like it. Like I have to be doing crackhead bad. Shout out to anyone doing it because they love it. But this is all just to underscore that we understand you are working in a very toxic, very abusive, extremely so, very challenging environment, and just people, and sometimes it's the people around you, yeah, like that you work with. So anyone engaging with you guys, we just really hope and pray that they're giving you the best energy they got because you are doing the Lord's work. I don't want to, and I don't want to get into too deep a dive because again, I promised Chef that if if I if, if we did a unpacking of the show that he would be here for it. But me bear. watching the bear, just me watching the bear, told me all I needed to know about me never working in food service because. They have they have to make those characters at least somewhat redeemable and likable, or you know, get somehow to get us invested in those characters. So they have to. So they have to. The way that writer writes, they have to play up those redeeming or endearing qualities about these people. There are there are situations like that restaurant on the bear. There are situations where everyone is terrible because we because that's the way the world is. Some jobs, everyone is terrible. I could not work in I could not work in a environment with even a fraction, a fraction of the bullshit that goes on in just regular retail. I have to deal with that and the humans that hate us because their food ain't hot enough. No, bro. No. I mean, if you find a good one. I'd be in a fight. Yay you. I'd be 40 in a fight. But if you find, like, a Waffle House. That might, I'm not going to lie to you, that might be the place for me. I have to be able to throw hands. I have to be able to throw hands if shit get, if shit get left. I don't, I don't know if I want to wake up and see you on Instagram like throwing the stool (laughs) at somebody (laughs) with the Avengers in-game music in the background, bro. I just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let's let's keep let's keep you somewhere where they can't actually it's, see or get to you where you can't actually even hear the insult on the food like, it's so much like uh, we, you're right and you're I need right you to be I'm somewhere probably, like you're waiting right. yeah where someone tells you something when they bring the food back and y'all can just fuck up the food and then send it back out like agreed I need you to be somewhere like yeah that. be behind the yeah that's true he said what ah yeah man go take that to the restroom real quick <laughs> too, i'm telling you there's 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 not enough cocaine for what has to happen to Debatable. function at Waffle, Waffle House. Debatable. Debatable. I, I don't know if there's... I, uh, without, I, I, assure you, I assure you there are two places. There are two places where there's always enough cocaine. Restaurant, the, back, the backs of restaurants. Okay. Okay, I'll go with that. And airports. Oh, God damn. Did you see that shit where that dude... Um, <laughs> where that, I don't know if that dude was on coke. Or shrews or whatever, but he was on that plane, and he tried and I, wilding. <laughs> Get me out of this bubble! I'm in the bubble. He was wilding. Wilding. 
Oh my God. Um, but yeah, these people have already probably been overworked. <laughs> and it's not, and we're just, we're only, I mean, the holidays ain't over. And the holiday season don't really be over until like mid January for real, in terms of consumers. End of February, bro, because we run right into Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Yeah, that's true too. Um, just please put yourself in those people's shoes. Be kind to your retailer. I can't stress that enough, man. I really can't. Um. Be as kind as you would want somebody, like especially people that don't work retail or have never worked retail or whatever, and you've been lucky enough to be in an enclosed space where the only people to fuck with you is kind of each other. See, I can deal with that kind of shit. Um, But if you've been lucky enough to have those kind of jobs, the shit that you go through, with your boss, with your middle manager, with whatever, imagine people walking in every hour on the hour to treat you specifically like that. You don't want that in your life. And so I I, I couldn't, if, I, if there's something that I don't want in my life, I wouldn't want it for the next person. So just be kind to your retailer. That's all I'm saying. Please be kind to your retailer. Everybody doing, everybody doing the best they can to get through the day. And hopefully... There's not as many of you motherfuckers out there. There's not as many of you motherfuckers out there because everybody's broke. Um, so there's that to consider too. I I'll say this, and then whatever uh, Bro Oz wants to end with, he can. Just also remember that the people working in retail specifically are really good at remembering sixteen digits. So you can also true fuck around and find out if you want to. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised. Some, I, I'm be honest with you. I'm surprised they don't do more of that shit to some of y'all. Cause uh, what fraud, fraud, fraud is at an <laughs> increasingly all time high. I'm telling you, don't give a fuck. Have you seen these videos on TikTok where where niggas? Some of them aren't even masked. Niggas just running into the store and just grabbing shit and running out. And I'm talking about handfuls of shit. Like they might as well just grab the whole rack. And just run it out, and don't give a fuck, and ain't nobody, and ain't nobody giving a fuck enough to stop them. Look, man, y'all, y'all are showing Hydra that we're, we're about <laughs> ready for a different form of security. <laughs> These jobs stop playing. This is exactly where Hydra comes in. Hey. <laughs> hey. Oh man, they don't give a fuck. I'm talking about. Uh, I, like a, like a nigga grabbed out and grabbed as many Nike, didn't even check the brand, just as many Nike shoes as he could, and then turned around and said, "Oh, I forgot some shit," and grabs and grabs some Nike Tech sweatsuits. That nigga whole that that nigga Christmas picture is gonna be lit as fuck. All them niggas dressed the same. Nike Techs, Nike Techs for everybody. <laughs> God damn, y'all wild, y'all wild. Sometimes I don't miss outside. Um, uh, song of the week. God damn. I'm gonna bring up another one of the videos. Y'all, y'all wild out here. I have to say, I thought it was wild. And, and this is coming from somebody who was in college, uh, during the three, six mafia days, during the knuck, if you bucks, um, the bone crushers, the, all that shit. Um, I was, I was definitely in the knuck, the knuck, if you buck era. So it's hard to amaze me with some of the wild shit going on, but y'all are doing it. Y'all are doing it. 
the students have become the teachers. Uh, song of the week, uh, we're going to go to, uh, I, I came across this person, um, Una Mia. The song is called Lose You. Um, this is a bop, actually. Um, go ahead and pour yourself something, get comfortable. It's about to get cold. It's getting cold. It's that pregnancy music. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. We're going to have a good pod. Uh, go ahead and just relax, man. Uh, drink something, smoke something, do what you got to do. Uh-huh. And we'll be back with more opinions while black. Let's go. Uh, that's let's go. Okay. And 
that was Lose You by Una Mia. Um, that's another one. That's a, that's another artist. Now, I, now I, I heard that song, and I listened to a couple other things that she has on Spotify. Uh, that's, I, I don't know if she's up next, per se, but she's going to be all right out here. I, I like her. I told y'all he was going to play some toes in your mouth music. God damn it. Really? Toes in the mouth music? I mean, I don't like toes in my mouth, but, you know, that's toes in the mouth music. That, I don't know. Is, is that the music you put somebody, you put your toes in somebody's yeah, mouth? Yeah, man. And when you, want, when you want them to never forget, you oh, just want them to okay. never forget. Oh. It's just, that's, that's like how you create stalkers music. That's what that is. Put that <laughs> on in the damn. background while you just play with their soul. That's the see. Talk about fluid. Talk about fluid being a super villain. I do. Th- fluid is a super villain. You really like Luther though. If he's Brainiac, you're Lex Luther. Never. Starting. Starting no. to understand. No. Starting to understand, man. I don't have. I. I don't have the mental bandwidth or the capital. This is like Iron Man superior over here. <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> since when did people's souls get in their teeth? Reflexology. There's a. There are a lot of. There are a lot of nerves throughout the body. Mm. That extend to the foot. I just my mouth just doesn't need to be a part yeah, of it. I'll say, but I, I'm, but yeah, I got you never hey, again. Hey, never that. Do what you want to do out there. You know, don't let me. Who am I to judge? Um, what is going on in the rundown this week? Oh, while we've been away because we did because we were away a couple of weeks. Um, Keith Lee came to Houston. Uh, he, he's made two stops while we've been away, and uh, the first one. Uh, since he left Atlanta, was to Houston. Um, now, I realized that I said that I was hoping for a nightmare scenario. I was hoping for him to get down here and find a bunch of places like Turkey Leg Hut and just slander these motherfuckers completely. Because um, I, in terms of classism and in terms of some of the food some of the food and business scene around here i want to watch the world burn (laughs) having said that i am happy for what happened um he went to let's see he went to the puttery uh which is a little which is a quaint little pudding place out in like i want to say it's out like pearland i've never been but i believe that's pearland somewhere out there uh Kind of where all like that Pearland, Stafford, all that shit in a kind of intersects. Um, and he gave them and he gave them a really good review. This is a person who, if you pass by on a good day, barely had two or three people in there at any given moment. Um, and did not know what the what tomorrow was going to hold. Keith Lee came in and had apparently the best banana pudding he's ever had. And, uh, oh, my God, I didn't know this exists, and now I have to forget it exists. Cheesecake on a stick. Mm. Mm. Um, I didn't know that was a thing, and now I want to forget I ever heard it. I want to make it. I See, that's why I want to forget it. I'm trying to get right with the Lord, and I don't need that shit in my house. <laughs> I'm going to make that. Um. But apparently he gave he it was rave reviews like nine out eight and nine out of ten, and the was line the line was around the building, the line went for at least a mile, and the foot traffic was such that she has had to close down for restructuring. Damn, 
because that's how out of putting she was on any given day. Damn. And awesome. And she, I think he tipped her like $2,000 or something. Awesome. Um, changed her life. He went to cool runnings, uh, which has a pretty decent following. Um, that's kind of my side of town. Um, Gave that gave them a pretty good review. I think he was a I think he was a fan of the jerk chicken. Um, I think nobody told him that their uh, their Jamaican meat pies are definitely fresh out of the freezer of your grocer section. Um, other than that, gave them a good review, really good review. Went to a food truck whose name I have forgotten. They got a really good review, and they've not had, and they have had lines going around the block, and went to the Breakfast Club surprisingly, and apparently had the best fried chicken he's ever had in his life. I've never he like everything he had from the Breakfast Club. His eyes rolled like on camera. Like I've never, I've never seen that. Like his eyes rolled into his head. The shit was so good. Apparently. And if there now that was my only pushback because if ever there was a, a a place that did not need a longer line, it's the Breakfast Club. You will never see the inside of the Breakfast Club again. Hey, get that food to go, fam. <laughs> I'm telling you, dog. You will never you will never see the inside of that bitch. And they're if they are listed on DoorDash or any of these motherfuckers, they're taking it off. Bullshit aside, though, we hit record temps and heat this summer, right? Yes. Like 110, 115. Correct. Yeah, day that was 116, right? Correct. I know for a fact I was passing through downtown, making my way home. And for whatever reason, my driver ended up taking us by by the breakfast club. We had That's the way we took to get home. And there was still a line in that heat. You know, you could die in that heat. I like food. I do. I, I ain't ate nothing. On anybody's menu that'll make me stand in 110 degree heat. I'm just glad he didn't go to it. Like, I, and, and, and yeah, the Breakfast Club, no, I, I, I liked it. You know, I've only been to the Breakfast Club once, and I was, this was probably at least a decade ago. At least a decade ago, because I just was not doing that line again. Not, I'm not. I, I'm just. I'm not down for that. I, I don't think it was do for work. I think I had to go for work. I don't do like it was like a whole bunch of us from TSU went as like a field trip, and it was during when a lot of the people from Louisiana showed up post Katrina, and my nigga was spending that FEMA check, and just looked at me and said, "Get what you want, dog." And I was like, can I bring my I was like, can, can I bring my girl at the time something? Get what you want, dog. Get what you want. Get what you want and get another one to go. And that was probably the only time I've been to the Breakfast Club. That was at least a decade ago. Um But yeah, so um I'm glad that like on one hand, yes, I do have my beefs with some of these with the way the relationship between some of these black owned businesses and the the people. Because my interest is always going to be in that of the people. But everybody out here working hard, shit's rough, 
And I'm honestly, and I am honestly happy for the outcome because people don't realize, man, Keith Lee really be changing these people's lives, man. He really be changing these people's lives. And he, and, and at the end of everything, he's like, I, I hope you get whatever target audience you're looking for after this. God bless you. God is amazing. I'm never going to push back against somebody who's, who's, who lives and speaks their motto, God is amazing. I'm never going to do that. I know not all of you are religious, um, but someone like this who means well and is doing well and is doing work, at, and, and I consider this work in the community, who, who's, whose whole mantra is God is amazing, he, he'll never have an enemy out of me. Um, having said that, to follow up, he he went to New York. He's been in New York. He, I believe, he's still in New York. Um, I don't know who he's taking advice from, what fans he's listening to in terms of where to go and what to do in New York, but I can already tell you that either he's not listening to real New Yorkers, or y'all are intentionally setting him up for the okie doke no they're doing what people who like places like the breakfast club should well wait let me get there i know i know what you're about let me get there let me get there i know what you're gonna say that y'all told this nigga to come to new york and try to get around new york in his own car. I knew then he was getting bad advice. You have to park that motherfucker. Sometimes you have to park that motherfucker four and five blocks away from wherever it is you want to go. Sometimes a mile. I remember when I was in New York and my friend came to visit me in her car. And when we got back to the Airbnb, and we're trying to park. This is in a residential area. We spent the whole morning parking. We went out. We went to the club. We went. We got drunk. We ate afterwards. From like 2 in the morning to like 6 a.m. Looking for somewhere close to somewhere to park. To the point where we had to take a break. It was like in, it was like in shifts. We had to take a, a break to go to uh, rest in peace Fifty Nine Diner, not Fifty Nine Diner, uh, Arch Diner. Rest in peace Arch Diner. Get her some coffee. Get me some breakfast, and then go back and hope people were going to work and we could park. Why did y'all tell Keith Lee to bring his car? Why did you tell him that? Uh, he 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 was like it took a he was like it took thirty it took like thirty minutes to get half a mile. Welcome to welcome to New York. Y'all told him wrong already, and then y'all told him. Shout out to Lee. She's gonna hate me for this. Shout out to my girl Lee in Harlem. She's gonna hate me for this. Y'all told this nigga, you real New Yorkers with a straight face told this nigga to go to Manhattan for pizza. Joe's Pizza, 
yeah, I know it's been around since the 70s and all that shit. I've been. Joe's ain't it. Not only that, Joe's got like, I think he gave one of them pieces of pizza like a four out of ten. Why did y'all direct him there? First of all, y'all y'all went to y'all y'all showed him places that were like on Yelp and shit. Any real New Yorker knows the good places aren't listed because the good places don't want to be listed. Cause they don't want all you all you gentrifiers and white tourists fucking up their clientele. And I know y'all, and I know he took advice from gentrifiers because y'all y'all told him to go to Queens somewhere. And he came back with, and I quote, I gagged a little in my mouth when I heard a salmon chopped cheese. First of all, for those of you that are not acquainted with New York, everyone that listens to this podcast that lives in New York just threw up in their mouth a little bit. (laughs) Just threw up in their mouth. A salmon chopped cheese? None of the things people like chopped cheese for or the things that people like salmon for deserve to be in one entree. None. No. No. A salmon chopped cheese is an abomination. Y'all send him to some gentrified place in Queens with one of these dumb bitches trying to, with one of these dumb bitches that calls some shit a fusion, talking about we doing, talking about we doing hot dogs and cheesecake put together. It's a fusion. It's a fusion. What the fuck is a salmon chopped cheese? That's first of all, fish out of the bodega is wild. SNL did a sketch about that, and it was great. It was John Mulaney, Kenan Thompson, and they were singing about okay. how you wanted to die okay. if you ate the fish out of a bodega. Eating fish out of a bodega or out of a deli in 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 in, in Anywhere, Anywhere. in New York, especially in New York, is wild. How long has that fish been out? When did it get here? When did you when when did you cut that fish up? Uh, How what percent what percent of that fish is poisonous? Just a lot of questions. A lot of questions. Does anybody get mercury poisoning in this motherfucker? Questions that I know Keith Lee and his wife, God bless them, did not ask. And it doesn't even matter what the score was because it was a salmon chopped cheese and y'all should be ashamed of yourself for letting him walk in there. And then, strike three, you niggas sent him back to Manhattan in his car. Going from Manhattan to Queens, driving in your own car and having to park it is wild. This nigga loves food. This nigga loves food to drive his own car in New York. You got to be crazy. I also wouldn't put him on the subway either because post-COVID, that's, no, nah, I wouldn't do it. Um, rats own those subways, buddy. Oh, uh, well, the rats have always owned the subways. The 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 germs own the subways now. Um, we, we look at those statements <laughs> differently. <laughs> I would no, argue the germs of all the real the real ancient diseases under the ice and shit. Oh, they're gonna start in the New York subway. I promise you. I promise you. When 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 COVID first happened, 
the CDC literally said, if you live in New York, just assume you have it. Just assume you have it. New York is not built for social distancing. Um, but yeah, and like I said, and to add insult to injury, y'all, I don't know where that deli is y'all sent him, but y'all sent him to get the worst looking, driest bacon, egg, and cheese I have ever seen in my fucking life. That, that bacon, egg, and cheese is, is an abomination before Christ. The bread looked, the bread looked dry and hard. I didn't even watch him eat it. I couldn't watch. I couldn't watch that. I love myself too much. That's horrible. I'd ra- I I would rather watch Doctor Pimple Popper than somebody eat that disgusting looking bacon egg and cheese. The bread look 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 dry and hard. Uh, the the cheese the the cheese wasn't melting right. The the cheese didn't pull. Oh man! If you're somewhere in New York and you get a breakfast sandwich. And the cheese don't pull. Throw it away. Throw it away. Throw it away and slap the nigga who sold it to you. The cheese didn't pull. The grease didn't look like it. It seeped in the bread right. Oh man, I y'all 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 didn't know what to do. But I but I also suspect I know what happened. I know what happened. And Euphonic was about to touch on it before I interrupted him. I know what happened. See, New York is built differently than Houston or Atlanta and the kind of attention that some of these Houston shops like the puttery, the puttery begged and pleaded and the other, and the food truck, I forgot what the food truck's called, but begged and pleaded They're Like when Keith, when they know Keith Lee is coming to their city, they do social media campaigns and videos begging this nigga to come. That's how bad they want his opinion because his opinion is almost above Michelin star at this point with the millions of followers and views he has on TikTok. The kind of attention that they want for their business is the kind of attention that New York people actively avoid at every turn. The hole in the wall that you've been going to where the deli sandwich been hitting for years with that, with that, uh, with that same Iranian man in the back for for the past fifteen years, he don't want he don't want everybody that saw them on Yelp to come in. You know why you can't find his food on Yelp because his business is still listed under the previous business. Shit like that. The building still has X, whatever the the last guy's name is yep. and shit. You know that it's food there, but everyone else still thinks taxes are getting done there. See, y'all want see y'all conspire to keep Keith Lee out of the good spots because y'all want to be able to walk out of your walk out of your apartment and walk up the street and not have to see a line all the way down all the way down uh, 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 Lennox. I know what happened. All and 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 the the proprietors they be avoiding that attention. They don't want the gentrifiers in there. I mean, but if it's like thirteen degrees outside, I, I don't want all these niggas outside either. Like, I, that's I want, how they do it. I want to serve the same twenty people I know going to show up yeah. and go home. Now, to be fair, that is how they do. It. Like, you, like you, like if you see somebody getting a slice from a spot, it be fi- it's like when people bet here be outside smoking. It be five or six niggas just outside, outside eating this slice in a bubble jacket. 
I'm I, in, in in a in a in a thick North Face jacket, freezing their ass off, and don't give a fuck. New York is built different. Um, I don't know where Keith Lee is going next, but I encourage I unless unless y'all are like New York, I encourage y'all to treat this man a little better. This man is out here changing people's lives, man. And sure enough, even with the terrible review he gave them people, that pizza joint in Manhattan, that line was still wrapped around the corner the next day. People just curious, man. People just wild, dog. And of course it was a bunch of white people. Shout out to Keith Lee, man. I I I I hope you're getting what you need out of this tour, man. Like he's really he has really proven himself to be our you know what I'm saying? It would be our, like, Anthony Bourdain type nigga, man. Because, you know, Anthony Bourdain was very much for the people and very much for anywhere where, like, the working class would have to go. Um, so, yeah, shout out to him, man. I really hope. He out here doing God's work, man. I really appreciate that nigga, man. I hope he keeps having fun doing it, too. I really do. And that's a, that's a great thing to be doing cross-country with you and your wife. That's really cool, man. And he not hype-beasting for attention, uh, like that other bitch ass, like that, like that one bitch ass food critic whose name I always forget. Uh, you a bitch ass nigga, dog. Um, uh, what else is going on? Uh, Jonathan Majors update. I've been waiting for this, <sighs> bruh. I've been waiting for this shit. I've been waiting. Let me tell you about. So let's talk about Jonathan Majors. Let's talk about the the, the recent update with Jonathan Majors, dog. There's hope. No. No. Maybe there's hope. No, that nigga's cooked. Uh, so their developments. So we're gonna so I'm gonna do this in order of how funny it is. (laughs) (laughs) So because and I wanna make sure I make this clear so I don't get us canceled. I want to make this clear. There are parts of this story that are not, there are parts of this, these developments that are not funny. Harming, harming women, gaslighting women, and uh, 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 basically like emotional abuse is not funny. It's not funny. And I've made, I've made jokes on here about, cause it's a white woman, whatever. I don't want to see anybody going through that. I don't want to see anybody going through that. It should be always be taken seriously. And if you know somebody or you yourself is going through it, I implore you, there's somebody that wants to help you get out of that situation. Having said that, again, not funny. Having said that, that story is wrapped up in elements that are fucking hilarious. So... They took the girls they they took the girl's statement and apparently there is a recording of Jonathan Majors telling his white lily white ex-girlfriend that a he is a great man and because he is a great man she should be trying to treat him with the respect with the respect and submissiveness, the likes of, I am quoting, (laughs) 
Michelle Obama and Coretta Scott King. Let me tell you something. Come close. Come real close. Telling your white girlfriend that she needs to behave like the widow of a civil rights activist murdered by white people is wild. (laughs) There is no part of that headline when I saw it that was not funny. When I tell you I literally laughed the whole afternoon just thinking about Jonathan Majors sitting in his fucking house, walking around in his in, in his house shorts, <laughs> preaching about how he is a great man and you should be more like Coretta. <laughs> you know, <laughs> probably didn't know who she was. I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to share something with you. Oh, shit. In college, there was a time where I thought about acting, right? Oh, boy. Here we go. What? Okay. And I'm going to tell you why I never pulled the trigger on that. Okay. One, I don't think I have that level of talent. Let me just put that out there right now. Two, more importantly, the level of believability you have to give your own insanity. No, I couldn't do that. <laughs> I couldn't do that. Like, I couldn't come off playing the Punisher and then come back around any of y'all and think y'all could take me seriously at all because you couldn't. Well, what you're talking about is close to, like, method acting. Like, where, like, once once you've gotten into that character, you have immersed yourself so that you kind of have to maintain character for a lot of your time. Um, there are people, and they say that everybody who does this is a fucking lunatic. Well, that's what I'm saying. We just need to get to the box set of Ant Man Wasp Quantumania <laughs> so he can break character. Because <laughs> he's stuck on Kane the Conqueror. He's still Kane. He can still Kane. I got it. <laughs> you know, Victor Tomlin not going to be a strong altar in a mind like that. I'm not going to lie to you. I know his I know his career's on the line right now. What was his name in Creed Three? It's him and Kane the Conqueror fighting. Damian Anderson. Damian Anderson and Kane the Conqueror are fighting for control of that nigga's head. <laughs> <laughs> like the nigga like the nigga from Split. <laughs> I'm telling you. At this point, it, I know his career's on the line. And I say this with the greatest respect. It might have been better for it might have been better for him to uh to lie about one thing and make the other thing. It might have been better for him to uh pay the girl off not to tell that story. And let it just and just eat the assault charge. Cause nigga. I feel like we've asked this question before too, respectfully. But like, what happened to the era of paying people? Y'all make enough money. <laughs> you know, you know you messed you up. You know you messed up. Like just come, just come off that bread. You should have turned around and been like, "Ooh, was that a two million or a five million mistake?" It's I can, true. I it's can true. Go as high as seven. I don't. I, let me tell you something. I don't ever. And, and I've been. And I've been with white women. I've been with white women. I don't really plan on being with a white woman going forward. I've been intimate with a white woman. Probably won't be doing that in the future to come. But let me tell you something. I am I, no I I will I would never have a story like that on my books, but I tell you what, if I did, that would be the thing I may go away. 
Because even if he beats this case, which I'm telling you he's not, um, that's one of them stories you got to eat forever. I'm also just saying, like, how are y'all, like, really entertaining these situations? Like, like y'all, y'all, y'all are really out here, like, doing it, man. I don't know. I don't think I'd be as successful. I, I'm, and, and you're right, because I'm not good at entertaining bullshit like that either. Um, man, let me tell you. So he don't care. <laughs> he wasn't paying attention. He know he don't care. Um, and so and so now fast forward. This nigga, first of all, let's talk about this nigga's attire. Going in, this nigga had a beret. A black leather jacket. This nigga really looked like he was trying to be Fred Hampton, Chairman Fred Hampton of the uh, of the of the California Black Panther Party. Oh shit! Much appreciated, brother. Uh, one one of our uh, one of our our team has brought treats, uh, stocking stuffers. One could say. Um, this nigga walked, but yeah, this nigga walked in looking like looking like he wanted to be Chairman Fred Hampton so bad. With Megan Good behind, with Megan Good walking walking ten steps behind him, with the uh with the cup. Jonathan Majors in this fucking cup is ridiculous. Man, I'm not going through the cup story again, but yes. It's a little sippy cup, man. <laughs> Are they, is it an attack? Are they trying to teach him a lesson? Uh, because, like, you know, it's not typical with men or women who come out in these battles. It's usually they do want money. Like, she... I don't have a problem. If a woman... If, if you beat a woman's ass, I don't have a problem with her wanting money from you. I don't. But I'm saying, the fact that she's not asking for marriage... Well, no, it's, it, 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 because it's not a lawsuit. This is something where the police had, where the police showed up and arrested him. The police got involved, so there's gonna be a, so there's gonna be a trial. It's gonna, it's gonna be due process. A lawsuit would, if there was a lawsuit, the how this case comes out would determine whether that happens going forward. See, it's the reverse of what happened with Diddy and Old Girl. Diddy and old girl that went to a lawsuit because they couldn't get because they couldn't get a, a the likelihood of getting a criminal trial would depend on that, and so now they have gone through this nigga's text messages, and now we see why this nigga didn't want didn't want this to go to trial. There is conversation from twenty twenty two where this woman is basically admitting to having head trauma that Jonathan Majors in conversation very much did not want her to go to the hospital for. This is the wildest part of this. He did not want her to, and, and, and try and really tried to gaslight her. It was like, well, if you go to the hospital, the cops are going to ask you questions and, and um, I'm going to be in under investigation because uh, I don't trust you to protect us. Then, you know, there's not going to be anything I can do. And she goes, I'll just tell them I fell. I'll just tell them I fell or I bumped my head because I don't want you, because I want to be with you and I don't want you to go to prison. 
let me tell you something. This nigga's cooked. This nigga is cooked. That's there. People have gone. People have have people have gone to the fucking pokey for way less. And all white woman? No, you. He, he's cooked. It's over. He's cooked. I'm. That's my prediction. I don't want. I don't want anyone to go or not go. To, but I'm. I'm like. I'm not rooting for. He's going. I'm not saying that it's not possible that this person. Like there's a history now they've created now they've established a pattern in a sock and go upside her own head because there no. are moments where that's happened. However, what I am saying is that the facts, what I can see mm-hmm. and hear and read with my own eyes, don't make the situation look any good for this young man. That's what I'll say. It looks bad. And it always goes back to what I'm always saying on this podcast, and I'm going to keep saying it's what I tell anyone that listen to me. Just keep your hands to, to your, your fucking, self. fucking self. To yourself. There are whole martial arts movies where niggas fight with their hands in their pockets. They let their opponents tire out. They talk you. a bunch of shit, and then they leave. Be like that. Let me tell you. Go away. And Jonathan, and, and it's almost... I'm telling you, it's almost better if he just goes go, if he just goes ahead and just ends up guilty. Because let me tell you, if he gets off, his whole fan base was not forgetting this. Because let me tell you something, the um uh the 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 attorney his his lawyer is nasty work. She got that girl on the stand and started in. I'm telling you, it it started showing her footage of her going. So, did you order a lime with your with your drink when you went to the club after after supposedly getting beat up? What kind of drink did you have? Oh, is that is that is that footage of you swiping your swiping my client's credit card with your with your right hand? It's right hand. That's the one that got hurt. Is that the one you're swiping it with? Uh, when you're at the club, spend his money <laughs> after he hits you. Damn. Is that is that it? No, uh, I mean I'm I'm paraphrasing, but this lady that was nasty work. This lady is nasty work, dog. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like I like she's like she's such a nasty attorney. Like Olivia Pope. Like I would want her. Like I, if I were in a jam, I would call her, bro. Like like she on some Olivia Pope shit, dog. Like that was some nasty work. This isn't the same lawyer that Johnny Depp had, is it? No, because that was a lady too, and she went after Amber Heard quite. Uh, let me tell you, uh, with Johnny Depp, fam, whoever Johnny Depp's attorney is saved his life too. Yeah, she was on it too. Um, because let me tell you, uh, between that and these text messages, this thing is cooked. Whether whether he gets off or not, his career he is cooked. Somewhere in somewhere in, in 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 the world, John Boyega is sitting by the phone, waiting patiently with his whole family, like it's draft day, watching this nigga just progressively blow the bag. You're gonna be Kang next, baby. It's okay. He's uh, he is in line. You're gonna step out the multiverse and be Kang the Conqueror. Just wait on it, Marvel. You're on the clock. I'm telling you, it's not getting any better for this nigga. This nigga is cooked. I'm just, I, this nigga is cooked. And if he's not cooked, his, 
no, I don't care how fine Megan Good is. No level of PR is going to save him from this. None. Still with him? Yes. She goes to court with him. I bet he did. I bet he did. She said, "The hell with this. I didn't. I, I'm not on retainer for that kind of shit." Uh, let's see. What what else do I want to go to before we take a break? You do it with 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 Michael B. Told you to do though, young man. You just keep praying. And remember, remember all that shit when Creed Three came out, when Mike, when him and Michael B. were like, "Oh, we gonna we gonna be making movies together forever." It was all on the red carpet, bros, bros, hand in hand, all that shit. You ain't seen that nigga since. He is putting that. He is putting that nigga to voicemail right now. <laughs> I promise you, dog. <laughs> I wish you were caught up on Rick and Morty, dog. There's an episode for that. I'm caught. Which which episode? Oh yeah, when uh, when Unity was leaving them voice messages. Yeah, yeah, that's Rick. fucked up. Um, let's see, Lenny Kravitz. I don't really want to talk about Lenny Kravitz. I do want to talk about Ti. I don't want to talk about Ti and his son because that's a whole. I, it, I don't know that that seems nasty. It seems like it's a lot more to it. And I don't really want to talk about that. What I do want to talk about is the hilarity that is T.I. getting into it with club promoters. uh, Over his. uh, So in Atlanta, there was some there was some party where they put they put (laughs) they put T.I. and his son on a flyer. And said and basically implied without saying implied that they were going to be there. And they did this without any clearance from T.I. I'm looking, I'm actually looking for it uh, without any clearance from T.I. whatsoever. And he wasn't getting the check off of that. And he ran up on these niggas. Mine. He ran up on these niggas livid. Mine. When I tell you, you know how DMX's character and Belly was just always on 12? That DJ is mine. <laughs> this nigga ran in Scarface style, dog. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm looking for it right now. All these lights yeah. are mine. Uh, everything. Is that alcohol and weed? That's mine. And I mean, shut the club down. Literally walked in, turned the music off. <laughs> This is my favorite part. Wait, this is my favorite part. I found it. Y'all got it. This is great. There he is. You can talk to me. And to the end, ain't nothing going. Ain't nobody getting nothing going. Nothing. Call who you need to call. Do what you need to do. Ain't nothing happening. No money, no beers, no no partying, no sections, nothing. You put me and mine on a flyer, give me everything. And if you can't, don't play with me. I don't know if y'all from here. Don't play with me in this city. My don't play with me in this city. That is not, that's not the right one. Hit, hit T.I. with the air horns, man. And another thing. 
Now that's what you call standard old business. Now if they ain't the angry old, the most angry old man ass shit I have ever heard in my life, crown this nigga, man. Crown this nigga, man. T.I. is the... <laughs> no beers, nothing. <laughs> Don't be surprised if you hear that shit on the soundboard next week, by the way. <laughs> that dude legit came in like the end of Super Troopers. <laughs> It's a party? No, it's not. You're under arrest. That y'all didn't see the footage, but that nigga walked in and, and walked out with the promoter and the owner and everybody and yelled, "Cut the music off!" And the music just can't just went off. What the fuck? I love you know Ti is he's a weirdo, but I love that nigga sometimes for like the comedic values through the roof. Remember when he was making Marvel movies? God, just barely, just barely. He could have been. He, he could have got some of that quantum mania money too. He fucked that up. He fucked that all the way up. I mean, they I, I, there was barely an announcement about it. Like somebody was in. Somebody must have been like, "Oh, so what's going on with Ti? No, 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 bro. Next question." <laughs> Nah. You know what you you know when you don't fuck with a nigga? That's why. Yeah, he fucked up. He had he he called a rape case. We're not gonna rewrite this story to explain why one of three of you are not here. None of you can be here. Correct. Poor what's his name? Poor Michael Pena. Yeah, Michael Pena. Michael Pena. Yeah. Oh man. We and we wanted to see Luis too. Yeah, we did. That would have been a great wrap up. Would have been epic. Yeah. That That's what the movie needed. Thanks, Mr. Harris. Thanks, Mr. Harris. Did none of the, yeah, yeah, they fucked that up. The he dude, fucked that up. The little, the, the little Russian dude. That's why he was playing the gelatinous guy in that movie. Yep. Yep. Yeah. He was smart enough to get another character. Correct. Yeah. He played himself. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. T.I. played himself. Show did. Tip. Current grand opening, grand closing. Uh... This rubber band man didn't snap back. Damn shame what they did to that dog. Shit. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you think, you think Kevin won't snap your shit out of existence? That That's the question we, we've spent 200 episodes asking is why are y'all scaring women? You don't need to do that. Just find, find, find your group. Correct. Correct. Exactly. We, we've been asking this question for almost 200 episodes. What's wrong with these niggas? Man? Why? What's why? wrong with these niggas? Why? Why? That's a great, and that's, I, you know, I, well, I don't really want to talk about Lily Kravitz. That's a good opportunity to take a break because um, we are starving. Uh, we will be back with more foolishness and fuckery. Y'all know what it is. Sober conversation, least sober team in podcasting. Pour up. Clap, white people. We are back. We are black. We are opinionated, and these niggas are having a, these niggas are having a, are having a serious roundtable discussion about what to me sounds like nigga math. I'm talking about boy math and girl math. This is nigga math. See, you about to ask Siri. Um, Getting the government involved now. 
Oh shit! Oh man, see these. See, these niggas here. And oh, uh, Roy Sheridan wants to know if you have a pizza cutter. N- nigga, bring your ass. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you saying? Because <laughs> wrong. Here, he's gonna have a DiGiorno. Because we said bring snacks. Oh, he did. His, his idea of snacks is a DiGiorno. Hey, and we appreciate you. I mean, more pizza, I guess, is always welcome. Correct. Because we, we, we definitely demolished that shit. I'm not getting fucked up now. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not getting fucked up. It's one shot, man. It's a uh, shot of psychic. All right, all right. Okay, yeah. Let's, yeah, pull up. Uh, that's fine. Ooh. Ooh. Go on, hit me. That's fine. That's a lot of sake. Yeah, Chill out, yeah, dog. Even, I was like, Damn. Damn. Give me the bottle. That's a strong motherfucking pour. I did that to myself, actually. I, I knew better than to let sweat pour my shit. I, that's what, that, I did that to myself. You are correct. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. That, that's that was, a sign of growth. That's a sign of group growth right there. That was always a mistake. Why would you do this to me? You know what? Why did I do this to myself? I did this to myself. Yeah, I know. I know Saki hit. I just I, I wasn't ready for all that. Anyway, I'm here. I'm I'm here with uh. I wouldn't say apple juice, but you know, I hear what he's saying. I am here with uh these niggas. I hear you, man. Um. It is time for white people must be stopped. Aha. This is why I don't fuck with white people. There is no shortage of white people fucking up uh, during the holidays either. Because, um, <clears throat> first of all, Taylor Swift got Person of the Year, Time Magazine, which is wild. And I know, and I know the Swift motherfuckers get get lit for her i don't know a single song she sings um she's a shake it off girl right <coughs> she's a shake it off girl. i don't know none of that shit oh that's rick yeah that's rick and morty she's shake it off shake it off i don't know yeah. none of that shit haters gonna hate, hate, hate. oh that's yeah. where that come from something like that i think oh, okay yeah. all right i feel like my teeny boppers are out there like okay No, no, because both because both them hives are crazy. Yeah, the Swifties. Yeah. So the views expressed by that young man (laughs) belong to him and he alone. So any cross investigation happening here? The only reason I think, like, again, I don't know enough about Taylor Swift to give a fuck for real, but at the same time. I feel like in a in in a country like America where we base everything around capitalism and consumerism, I don't think there's a human being that has gotten more of human being of humans money than Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter. 
a tour that costs through the roof, perfume, an album. And you got to get like a deluxe version of the perfume and shit, which is like 80% box. Here's the thing. A movie. Here's the thing. And and the album was still selling. Where whereas Swifties may not get to enjoy all of that, all of that, you're still talking about a young person who I'm pretty sure next year will be influencing the vote. That's what I'm curious to no. see. That's what I'm very curious. You saying no, but like the different. The only difference between, I know enough about Taylor Swift to know she don't have thoughts about shit. Lies. She has many. She's been expressing them. She has like political thoughts, dude. She's been trying to get a lot of young people registered to vote. Wow. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I'll, I'll go with that. Um. I probably still a nightmare for those that uh, you know, want to regulate what's happening with parts they don't own. It's just a lot. I mean, it, it just seems a very vanilla, and it seems a lot like, like the like the sexiest man alive or whatever. Pause. They gave it to like Patrick Dempsey, and it's like, uh, why? <laughs> um, I, again, I'm not just looking at niggas, but at the same time, it's a lot of niggas out. This, there was a lot of niggas out here to choose from that's actually in shit. Like, didn't his like like the only thing I've seen Patrick Dempsey in didn't his character didn't didn't his character in Grey's Anatomy die off like two years ago? You know, I don't know who that is. I don't. I don't even I want did, to ask you that question. I saw. I mean, I stopped watching Grey's Anatomy years and years ago. Um, you know, you just you start watching something because you're in a relationship with somebody and they watch it, and you be trying to be knowledgeable. Um, Grey's Anatomy just showed up and didn't go away for a while until I realized what the fuck am I watching? That's why I won't start One Piece. Well, there's a million reasons to not start One Piece. I refuse. I'm just, I'm not doing that. That shit is long, nigga. That shit is long. It's too much. That's why I just watched the highlights. I just watched whatever the big fight was on Instagram. Uh, And that hoe is not, and apparently that hoe isn't even halfway over. Get the fuck out. No, never. Well, that's only because the creator <clears throat> has explicitly said that he's he's trying to have the longest running uh, manga and anime possible. That's a that's a nasty goal. Yeah, <laughs> that's, making story for the sake of making story. You know? That's a nasty goal. That's like that's like the people who were making the Flintstones. That shit went on forever for no like like Pebbles and Bam Bam were grown people. And that part isn't his character like almost god tier now? Oh, he's ridiculous. He's ridiculous. Yeah, like what? what he pulled a now? lightning bolt out of the sky and hit a nigga with it. Like, what are we doing now? Yeah, yeah come on, man. Yeah, one piece too long. I can't do that shit. One piece too long. Um, there's just certain shows where when y'all get into the the high, like I I told myself one day I was gonna catch up with Supernatural again. Uh, oh no, no nah, dog, no. Nah. What are we doing? Stop, it just stopped like a year or so ago. Like a couple years ago, yeah. Yeah, nah. I ain't doing that. I'm good. I don't need all that. Uh, Walking Dead. I'm ne- somebody just. I just saw a post where somebody said I finally finished The Walking Dead. And I said why. I realize I'm only like four seasons behind, but it, it actually that's too much. The season where they lost Rick, mm-hmm. that's where I stopped watching. 
and and I, I was saying and, too. And I, apparently, some compelling stuff happens between here and the end, and I just I can't do it, man. I think I I think I gave up when I don't know, probably Carl died or something. I was I was done. Whatever, I was done. I I, I couldn't do it no more. No, I, I'd been waiting on that for a while. <coughs> I needed that to happen sooner. Why is this nigga like? Why is this nigga not this nigga Negan not in prison? I mean, get the fuck. No, I know I can't part, do it. No yeah, more. why is he alive? I don't I don't get that. Um. And and honestly, that can file under more white people must be stopped because white people, white people, their their bullshit gets to last forever. Like 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 there are people still begging for Lovecraft Country to come back, one season deep, and there are like fifteen seasons of Supernatural. You know how long Seventh Heaven ran? It was at, that was at least in the double digits, at least in the in the like 10, 15 seasons. Y'all forget y'all watched them twins grow up on that show. Not only that, but watch them twins grow up on that show. The nigga who plays Superman on that show now, and um, long enough for it get, to get revealed that the the minister, the father, was a pedophile. Oh man, I thought I had made that up in my mind. No, no, he was a ped. He was straight <laughs> pedo. That nigga went under under the prison. I thought I had made that up. Um, what else do I have here? Oh, here's some uh, here, here's some news to lift your spirits. Derek Chauvin, the guy who killed George Floyd, we were I think we very briefly reported that he got stabbed in prison. Um, it turns out he got stabbed exactly twenty two times by a white man who wanted to stab him on behalf of Black Lives Matter. On, you guessed it, Black Friday. Hit that man with the air horns. Not all heroes wear capes. You can keep all that safety pin shit, blacking out your social media. If you stab a nigga fuzz, uh, you know, you maybe I, I'm still not inviting you to the cookout, but I'll bring you a plate. I'm about to say, I'll let him come. I'll, I'll let him like be outside the fence. I would say maybe he could pull up like he could he could pull up a, he could pull up around the back where he can see everybody having yeah. fun and I will bring him a plate. He still can't come. Yeah. Yeah, he still can't come though. Um Yeah, he like I'm not going to introduce you to nobody. Um but salute to that man. Salute to that white man. Um I did see a story where this this black girl um got into a fight with this white boy at school and basically the white boy was just going off on her or something and she tried to walk away and he called he called her a nigga and she turned right around and now the white boy broke her nose but she swung on this she did swing on this white boy she did get it like this that white boy had the blues he isn't he is embarrassed for the rest of the school year um, cause she did give him the hands. Now he was bigger. He was bigger and more powerful. So he broke her nose and she got, and he only got five days of suspension calling, a, calling somebody a nigga in the hallway with witnesses where people can see that shit. And then breaking her nose only gives you five days of suspension. If that had been me, my ass would be living in in school suspension. Why do y'all like that word so much? 
What word? I just want to know. I just want. I just want. Why they know. like niggas so much? I just want to know why they like that word so much. Because it's because it's forbidden, or it's like it's like it's it's taboo. There are a lot of words that come to mind that are like that. We don't say those at the top of our lungs all damn day. Oh, I say cracker. Yeah, but no, that's not as bad as niggas. That's, yeah, that yeah but nobody's saying cunt. No, 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 nobody, no, nobody's out there running up and down the street saying kite. No, right. No one. No one's even running up and down the street saying spick. Correct. Like that. Like what? What? What is the infatuation? Uh, of yeah. I, yeah. I will say it, it is a it, it is a overhyped slur. Yeesh. It's an overhyped slur. I, I like, and that's what and that's what makes me feel bad for white people because not only because y'all are y'all are so uncreative to be so racist. I was just about to say, like at this point, it's just like the lack of imagination. I I really feel that way because they always go back to the old ways. Remember, remember when when uh, George Floyd died and and uh, the the BLM people came out in droves. Remember when they tried to bring back hanging, and they were hanging some of the protesters. Y'all really just go back to the old ways. Well, if the lynching memorial is accurate, they never really stopped. Yeah, probably. Lynching. Yeah, it never went away. That's true. We've just gotten quiet about it. Yeah, you're right. You, you ain't lying. You ain't lying. Um. Yeah. They. It, yeah. I, I just feel like they're just uh, they're just unoriginal and just. I, I. If y'all are gonna continue to be racist like this, and y'all are gonna continue. Um, the tradition of white supremacy, I implore you to at least innovate a little bit. Get one of these creative consultants or something. Do you, do do white people have that? Could you imagine like walking down the streets and someone goes, look at that tall ass jazz hands over there. A part of me would be inspired. I'd be like, oh, look at them coming up with a new word. <laughs> Look at you. Fuck you. But look at you. It's about they tr- time. They try it every now and then. I mean, you know. Where's the growth? I just, yeah, I want to see some, some character. Like, I want to see some character development in my races. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, y'all do, Yeah, y'all got to step it up. Y'all got to innovate a little bit, man. Y'all got to get y'all, get y'all Jamal. Seriously. I won't be the one, but get, get y'all Jamal. There's so much fun we could have with y'all if you just open your mind. Y'all got to come up with new shit, man. Open your mind. We might have to start slapping. But like, we might just start slapping white people again. But it's like, but it's like, slap them and then demand a new insult. Like, I, yeah, I, I don't want it to just be about violence. It's there has about to be some account. Them, it's, it's about making them better. This is yeah, yeah. This slap them and do the, do the nonomy, man. How many of you and where are y'all? Punch them again. Punch them again. I agree. Nigga, that's what I you agree. have to say. Slap them. Ask for a new one. Just just live in a world where we can get called jazz hands walking down the street. You know what I'm saying? Also, Jazz Hands is the name of this episode. By the way, that's that's so good. I I I, I that's wonderful. You know I you know I email, you know I email Randall the descriptions of these episodes, and he's always like, "What the fuck did that even come from?" I don't even want to know the timestamp for that. 
Send your racist stories. Send your racist real life encounters along with your listener letters. Questions for myself, Euphonic, anybody you hear on this podcast. Please send those to opinionswhileblack at, at gmail.com or please log on to opinionswhileblack.com uh, where you can uh, find out more about Houston's Most Savage Podcast, how to buy merch, um, how to become a patron for bonus content, exclusive merch, Discord access, and more. Um, we will be back with uh, your listener letters and the top three STFUs. Y'all know what it is. This is Houston's most savage podcast. Pour up. Clap. And we are back. We are black. We are opinionated. We are well fed. And macking and hanging on Sunday afternoon. Um, it is time for your listener letter questions. I'm going to get to some listener letter questions that I did not get to get to uh, last week because y'all did write in. Uh, I'm going to get to as many as I'm going to get to everybody possible. Um. Let's see. Arnesy Elizabeth Turner wants to know, did y'all see the little brother documentary? How'd y'all like it? Oh, oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I, I I don't know where it is, but little brother shout out to Fonte, man. Um, like one of my top three favorite rappers ever. Um, little brother does have a documentary. I have not watched it yet. That's something where I really want to pour something up, kick back and enjoy that. Little it, in it, uh, the appreciation now for Little Brother is well overdue. Um, for he uh, Little Brother definitely made a lot of strides for what we call the backpack rappers. Um, Fonte does not get the the credit that I believe he deserves. Uh, probably only me, Randall, and Craig Lindsay. Um. But I am a huge Fonte fan. That is that is that nigga is hilarious, man. That that is a cool, hilarious nigga. Um, I was only listening to Quest Love Supreme for Fonte for real. That is a that is a funny nigga. That nigga that nigga fixed his mouth and called uh, Nas the M Night Shyamalan of hip hop. Damn. <laughs> Ted, that nigga had that nigga had six cents. Unbreakable and everything else is just everything else. Rude, rude, and uncalled for. <laughs> oh, that's one of my favorite lines. That's, that's some of the funniest shit I've ever heard. Uh, or at like the NPR uh, tiny desk where he's teaching the NPR interns about the church clap and shit. Yeah, that's a funny nigga, man. I have not watched the documentary. I am very excited to. I I am very excited to watch it. Um. They're getting them getting their recognition is long overdue. Uh, I am jealous of uh, my my colleague Marcus Black, aka Mister Goodbar, who got to go out to North Carolina and see them niggas. Very jealous. Um, Thomas Phillips wants to know. Uh, gonna post something for y'all later on my page, but what is your favorite part, if any, of the holiday season? Uh, also, if y'all could shout out my man's local coat coat drive. It'd be greatly appreciated. This is his 10th year doing a coat drive here in central Kentucky. 
and they are halfway to the goal with only a couple weeks left. Divine Karama Believing in Forever, Inc. And he's got a video with it. Um, appreciate y'all as always and love and love what you all do. Thank you for that, Thomas. Uh, favorite part of the holiday season? Um, here's a surprise for y'all. If it weren't for my family and the joy that they get out of it, I probably would not give a fuck about Christmas. <laughs> Oh man. Um and, and that's not me being a Scrooge. When you've when you've worked 10 years, when when you've worked over 10 years in customer service, you see too much, man. You've seen too much. You've seen too much. Like cuz for a long time I fucking when I was working, now I enjoy it more now that I don't have to deal with that environment right now than I did back when I was at the bookstore cuz as much as I loved the bookstore, hated Christmas time cuz Christmas is supposed to be about peace and goodwill on earth and goodwill towards men. When niggas come in the door of a retail establishment on the holidays, none of that is in play. None of it. God forbid they forgot the gift. They forgot to get the gift on time. The gift didn't get there when it was supposed to be. Everything wrong with their day beyond that shit also becomes your fault in that moment. Like, nah, fuck y'all. Nah. Niggas be wanting to fight you. Off of the strength that you don't have, a, you don't have the deluxe copy of Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince. I swear to God, I and even and even when when I worked at Evil Corp uh, a couple years ago, same shit. Nigga wanted to fight me because his order came in wrong, even though it was how he ordered it. Nigga wanted to fight me. Nigga threw the box at me and said, "Just get my shit here, bro." And you know, if if I if if I were trying to extend myself, I would say what I like is are are the representatives that people try to uphold day to day during the season. That's that's about as cool as I can get. But once yep. you start getting any kind of Jack Reachery about it and just scratching beneath the surface, just just even a tiny bit, it's all ugly, man. And people are just. I don't know, man. People are nasty, man. People are fucking nasty. Um, I like that I don't hear a lot of traffic outside my window. That's true, too. I, You know what I like? I like when the Salvation Army come out. You know, like the at the the it's a little thing. And it's because I used to I, I used to take the bus. And so I would end up walking over to a CVS or a Walgreens or whatever. I enjoyed seeing the Salvation Army people, man. I did. Um, and for the most part, I just, I enjoy how happy it makes my family. And when my father was here, it made him really happy and he would get the camera out and all that shit. You softy, you know, and it may, and my sister responds very well to it. Like it, like she really does light up for all the, for all those kind of holidays and especially Christmas. And if it makes them, and I'm at the point now, I'm at the age where if it makes them happy, I, I, I'm I'm cool. I don't get shit for Christmas, so I don't really have anything invested. Um, because yeah, I'm an adult, and I think adults just stop getting shit for Christmas at some point. Um, I did have another. Oh, oh, there wasn't. A, David Santiago wanted to know. David Santiago wanted to know. Um, what would your last meal look like? Easy, 
If you've ever watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine, there's an episode right when Jake and Rosa get out of prison and he does what he has, Freedom Feast. My last meal would be the end-all feast. Hmm. And again, it would be a themed Thanksgiving Last Supper-ish kind of meal. And I mean, I'm going to hit all the hot spots. Okay. Going to do a little bit of Italian. Going to have some seafood. Going to kick it back to some BBQ. Might have a Burger King type of deal going on with some hamburgers. Get to throw it as nachos I can. And then some charcuterie shit for the fancy people that think they're too good to eat everything else. But I'm going to sample all of that shit. Take a really good shit, and then whatever has to happen can happen. Okay. Okay. I don't really have a whole, like, final final meal for real. But if I had to have just anything, I would definitely want my mom's sweet potato pie. Uh, hardest, shit I, hardest shit I ever tasted. Um, and I would probably want... Some pizza from Brothers Pizza in Brooklyn. I love that shit. Every time I go, I got to have it. That's why I was so disappointed in where they sent this nigga for pizza. Because um, it's all the hole in the walls that go harder. <laughs> Brothers isn't exactly a hole in the wall. It's a pretty, it, I, I, I believe it's a staple out there. But they could have done better than that dry bread and sauce they sent him um yeah i it, it whatever it, it definitely brother's pizza definitely my mom's sweet potato pie i i just it it's too good it's too good and now she made and now she's taught my sister to make it as good as hers i'm worried i'm worried i'm i'm gonna have to beat the and she gonna get a little more grown and i'm gonna have to beat one of these niggas with a stick I want to do your frozen cheesecake stick, but with mm. part of a sweet potato pie filling. See everything. See everything you suggest sounds like some shit they make on like TikTok. That sounds like a tummy ache. It won't be a tummy ache, man. Sound like a tummy ache. It'll to be me. a good time. Uh, Hal Allen wants to know what superpower did you want? Did you want when you were younger? Uh, that you as an older man would never want. Well, this is how you know I could I think too much because I'm always ready to go with these questions. Fun fact: I was an idealist as a child. Sure, I always wanted either the Hulk or Wolverine's powers so that I could donate my body to science. I can see that cure all the diseases. Let's sure. just help everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As an old man now, having seen things like dope stick and having gone through like the Medicare system with my old man and just, just really kind of seeing how medicine is not set up to be conducive for society mm-hmm. right now. Oh, it's not. Yeah, no, fuck that. One, because I don't want people pro- pro- probing and prodding around. And two, this was before the issue of the Immortal Hulk where they had his head in jars. So I was like, oh, shit, I'd still be alive. Oh, yeah. Look, looking at my shit get fucked off. And two, you know, no, because <laughs> no matter how chill you are, it's never chill enough to make everybody chill out. No, it's not. I so, agree. No, I agree with you. Pick up flight and just fly away. Um, I would not want. I probably as a kid, I probably thought telepathy was cool. I don't want to know what you niggas are thinking. I know y'all are gross. Uh, yeah, I don't want to know. I do not want to know what you niggas are thinking. 
there was another power that I thought was cool. So there was this terrible show based on this terrible comic book. No, based on this terrible cartoon that was based on a terrible comic book called Nightman. Uh, this is one of the most obscure shits you've ever heard of in your life. This is some uh, Marvel came out with an imprint called like Malibu Comics, and they had they had superheroes like Prime, Hard Case, um, and they had and they had weird ass villains like a dude who like a dude called Lord Pumpkin, and they had this really bad cartoon called Ultra Force. Ah, yes. And one of the episodes they were trying to set up a spinoff. And it was a it was this jazz musician yes. named Johnny Domino, who got into an accident because there was some the there was some radiation some flash event that happened on the moon that gave these people that were in an accident superpowers. Was Johnny Domino black? No, he was not. He was a jazz musician. He lived in New Orleans. He was cool, not black. So. Do with that if do with that information what you will. Clearly a superhero. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so um Johnny Domino um wakes up from a coma from this accident and he has the power to it's like a it's like a kind of telepathy. He has the power to hear quote unquote the frequency of evil. So if you're having evil thoughts, he can hear you. Now, how he came up with the with with the super tech suit with the with the one with the one eye beam on it, I don't know. But so he could see that he could pinpoint the notes of your nasty. Somehow he could fly. This would like I, I'm a, I'm gonna bring it up on YouTube for these niggas because this is literally no, no. the worst superhero show ever made in the history of mankind. It's either like Quibi or Tubi or one of these two. Like I got a homeboy out in New Orleans. His dad actually owns the DVD copies of Ultra Force. And that shit. We were out there this other summer, like, like looking through his collection. That's why I got hyped when you started talking about Prime and whatnot. Like, this shit is ultra ridiculous. It, it's super fucking ridiculous. Ultra Force literally only got, like, I'm, I'm like one of those. a season pe- and a half, if I'm the first It was like, yeah, it was like a season and a half or something. They, and they were trying to set up something for other characters yeah. and shit. But it was really bad. But I, like, the frequency of evil sounded like the flyest shit to me. And I never want that as a grown man because as a grown man, I realize how evil regular people can be. Here's why I don't want that. What? Well, we never ask the real questions as kids, right? Yeah. Like what determines the frequency of evil? You or he? Because also true. If you like walk by somebody and it's like fucking Mr. Rotten, like Mr. Mr. Uh, God damn it. Mr. Rogers neighborhood music playing yeah. in their head, but he's mutilating a bunny in your little premonition. Right. What you know, is, then, how do you what are you hearing? And yeah, how do you, how do you or, gauge that shit? You know or like if you hear somebody thinking about pushing somebody down the stairs, but it turns out they want to push like their abuser down the stairs. Yeah, like like that I mean? kind of shit. Like what, what's yeah. literally at play here? Very philosophical, not something Ultra Force was set up to delve into. Of course not. Um so yeah, I would never want to hear the frequency of evil. As a matter of fact, um, way more of you motherfuckers are evil. Like, I I was having an argument. I was gonna save this for like my. I was gonna tell talk about this on my stories and probably still will. A friend of mine was basically saying that I take the things that people say on social media too seriously and too literally because most of, he was because she was like most of these people are cap and 
and I they're really they, they're not like this in real life. I think it's the opposite. I think the I think social media is where people go to be their real selves. No. I think like people because people have to because people are out in the world. People have people have these fucked up thoughts, but they have to keep it. They have jobs to keep. Um, they are programmed to shy away from social contempt. Social media cuts out the cuts out the middleman in all of that, and you can go on and you can go on there and 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 say what you really mean, and there are little to no consequences for it. Uh, I'm gonna push back on that. I I know for a fact that I like when I was really active on social media, like last year especially, like most of the people I was looking at. I'm not say most. But a good section of people I was looking at were putting one thing in their stories and posting one thing, but then also having the antithesis of in their conversations. I'm saying I do think there are a lot of people who have very quiet conversations that are opposite of what they're proliferating. I, I think people are learning how I think people have socialized themselves to be civilized in their real life interactions. And we're socialized to, you know, we know when we're when we're saying something where it's like, oh, well, let me shut up and let me keep a job. We and we say and we joke about it. And we say it all the time. If I didn't have to keep a job, I'd say I'd say I'd tell my boss X, Y, and Z. And it's our it's our escape fantasy. How many of these how many of these movies and TV shows are where the main character interprets freeing themselves? As telling their boss what's really on their fucking mind, like old boy in Wanted. Stupid movie, stupid, terrible, no horrible, no good movie. Dude in Wanted, James McAvoy lost his shit on his boss, and slapped the shit out of Chris Pratt with his keyboard. That was an escape fantasy. That's things that people dream about doing, and I I just feel like the internet adds a level of anonymity and mystery that allows people to kind of free themselves a little bit and live that and live that life that they've been dreaming about living. Different industry then, man. I, I definitely think that's, that's, that's good. That is fill in the blank pending then because that is fill in the blank pending then. I'm telling you, man. Like I, I've, I dig right, it. I right, dig right it. Right down to watching it's, a colleague get fired for what was posted on on their I, like separate separate account, you know. What I saying? think what we're saying is basically like it's a chicken or the egg thing. Yeah, I, I, I feel like yeah. that. It really does come down to your your lotto ticket. Uh, that was a good round. That was a good round of questions. Um, thank you for the engagement. Thank you for the engagement. As always, opinionswhileblack at gmail dot com. Find us on social media. Y'all know y'all can ask me anything. Oh, that, that's right. Somebody asked me about there's a there's a video that came up that where they asked this young lady. Um, by the name of Antoinette, I believe. Asked they asked her, "Do you believe that? Uh, do you believe people should be dating if they're broke?" And she had a very interesting answer, and I I I, I kind of feel the same way. I've always felt the same way. She was like, "No," she was like, "Yes, I I feel like you it, because you're broke or because you're in between or because you you should not stop living your life, and you should not feel." Because it's like the people that say if you like, like you're broke but you wear Jordans, and I didn't want, and I don't want to get too deep into this because I told him when he asked me that I really don't want to make this shit into gender wars, because uh, that's all this shit turns into. Can I just ask one question? Go ahead. Why do we get hung up on these symbols? What Money symbol? 
is a symbol. Money is Time a symbol. Is a symbol. Hell, the concept of work is a symbol. These things did not exist at the beginning of time, and yet and still, someone in your ancestry got here so that you could get here. It's true. Can we stop cannibalizing the process of getting to know other people? Whatever your bracket is, find something to do in that bracket and enjoy yourself. Because that's really all it's about. That's what what it's really about. Keep your hands to yourself and enjoy yourself. That's it. That's all. I agree. Um, And also, I just, I don't, I think people deserve love and companionship out no matter how good or bad they are at capitalism. I just did. That's just crazy to me that that's where we put things. Um, and that's really the most I have to contribute to it, to be honest with you. Uh, I appreciate Tim for uh, asking about it. Um, I just, like I said, the further you get into these topics, the more inevitable it is that it turns into gender wars. And I've made a very consorted effort to not make this the gender wars podcast. I, I'm, I, I can't do it. I, I've heard you niggas. I've heard you niggas do it. I've heard you disciples of Kevin Samuels, dumbass do it. I, no, no, it's not going to happen. Um, thank you for that. Thank you for your questions. Y'all know what to do. Please get at us at any time. We love hearing from you. We love the engagement. It is time. The moment you've all been waiting for top three STFUs. Who are the three people in America that need to shut the fuck up? Number three. Let's see what I got here. I might change. I might change one of these. Let me look. Let me look. It won't let me scroll. I don't know why. Okay. Number three. I put Jason Lee down. No, fuck Jason Lee. No, uh, throw him out. <laughs> throw him out and replace him with Tamar Braxton. Uh, although Jason Lee should shut should shut the fuck up. Calling Jennifer Hudson illiterate is nasty work. Is nasty work, nigga. You're uh, just a quick rant on him, nigga. You're you're closing in on fifty. You're closing in on fifty doing gossip about niggas less than half your age. Doing gossip and talking cash shit about niggas half your age, most of which could most of which could throw hands on you and you'd want to be mad. Including and especially Jennifer Hudson. That's a country girl. She got hands. Leave her the fuck alone. She don't do nothing to nobody. Furthermore, I will happily read to her every fucking night. Yes. Tell correct. Her she can do it on her own. Correct. Correct. I will I will love Jennifer Hudson through illiteracy if that were the case. Um Jason Lee gotta shut the fuck up though. <laughs> this nigga stupid. <laughs> this nigga over here reading, reading pokey little puppy and shit. <laughs> um, but no, real number three needs to be Tamar Braxton. Tamar Braxton broke up with, uh, broke up or got divorced or whatever, bro- separated from her husband for a very brief time. Um, her rich old white husband who looks like Professor Moriarty from Sherlock Holmes. Um for a very brief time in that brief time he went out on a date went to a game <laughs> with who i didn't know was her mortal enemy tommy from zeus and loving hip-hop <laughs> the most psychotic woman he could find <laughs> um uh kuda wants to know what the gay code is um and they went out on a date they were seen publicly a week later him and Tamar have gotten back together. 
and she's she's at a concert, and she goes, "I got my man back, y'all!" And everybody's everybody's cheering and shit. And she goes, "Y'all must have been lying if y'all thought I was gonna let my man go because he went on a date with some crackhead." Because, and I'm gonna explain this because Euphonic does not understand who we're talking about. Tommy, Tommy Lee, is insane. Tommy Lee, they introduced her on Love and Hip Hop with her 36 mug shots from various assault charges, including stealing a bus. Tommy has hands, hands. Like, you know, every now and then on Love and Hip Hop, they get somebody that's from the real, real hood that doesn't understand all that shit about lawsuits and shit because she's not rap tight. That's Tommy. Why do y'all keep putting those people on TV? <laughs> Stop that. I'm doing them any good. First of all, Tamar, there's a couple of things. First of all, that woman's not wrapped too tight. And this is not Real Housewives. This is not Braxton Family. This is not any of that wholesome shit y'all be talking about. Um, that woman catches real assault charges. That woman has a real ankle bracelet for a real reason. Um, she will hurt you. And even though I would think it was hilarious to see, I don't think you want that in your life. The second thing is, and this is most importantly, sit down. Ain't nobody fighting you over that stale, over that stale male pattern baldness white man. Nobody. We know you with him for the bag. That girl just wanted a little temporary bag. Stop it. And talk to that dude. That dude went out with a chick that he knew that he knew you didn't didn't fuck with you the long way. He was trying to get your attention and it worked. So you stupid. That was silly. That's silly. Why do people you're grown? You're in your 40s and 50s. Why are you still falling for that? Niggas do that to get your attention. <laughs> the first thing he did after y'all broke up was go out with a chick you don't fuck with. You silly, you silly, and you and, and and you're only exposing yourself to be silly. What the kids call stuck on stupid. Stop it. Number two. Number two is Charleston White. I know I said I don't really, I don't really wish, I don't really hate anybody to the point of violence. In my in my old age, but if I did. Charleston White be at the top of the list. And he's really, and he said some dumb shit over the past couple of weeks, but I don't really have him on the list for any one of those things. It's really because I need, I can't, I want to stress again how damaging everything that comes out of this nigga's mouth is to the community and how y'all fall for it because it's packaged well or packaged in a way that you niggas can understand because I don't get it. This nigga says the same thing that right-wing Republicans, or that right-wing black Republicans say. Says the same shit Larry Elder says with cultural window dressing on. If somebody took T.I. and put Larry Elder in T.I.'s body, that's Charleston White. And maybe gave him a cocaine habit. Like I, I don't understand this nigga. Like, like okay, yeah, he doesn't like he doesn't like violent rap. Okay, fine. 
He also sits in his car and jokes about raping women. He also literally fixed his face to say that that men bathing is feminine and that man is meant to be musty and ashy. This nigga has not had a good idea for me yet. He, and not only that, he literally said, and we talked about this a few episodes ago, that black people have not done anything worthwhile for society in the past 50 years and the only way to fix the community is for us to all die off and st- so the, so the black race can start over this is this your king first of all is this your king first of all this is a very very important question i have for anybody in this this home that wants to answer mm-hmm when did we start listening to people that don't wash their ass? <laughs> That's my first question. And I need people to understand that not washing your ass, like for me, that's not even for the other person. That's for me. Like you stink after 24 hours of not washing your ass. How dare you come out of your fucking house not having put some goddamn soap and some goddamn water on them dirty ass pores. Tired of this shit, man. <laughs> Him, Terry Crews, Ashton Kusher, all of these people, wealthy or not, and don't wash their ass. We just go ahead, put them on the same ship as Jason Whitlock, Stephen A. Smith, and send them to the fucking sun. That nigga might be the new Jason Whitlock, dog. That is disgusting. That is fucking disgusting. And it this nigga, like me. this nigga, literally looks like what would happen if Ti never got famous and only picked up a cocaine habit. I don't understand. He is that. He is that wino nigga on the corner talking about how that one time where he met. Him, where he met Michael Jackson, and yeah. it never happened. You have to be changing your sheets every night. Oh, my God. Charleston White is the worst. I don't know where y'all came up with this nigga, but I want y'all to put him back. I, he's one of these ancient diseases that came up out of the ice because the earth is getting hotter. I bet good money these people don't have white towels. <laughs> they don't want you to know the truth. They don't want you to know the truth, man. I don't understand what y'all's love of Charleston White is. I don't. I really don't. And I, I really want someone to explain it to me in detail. I really, really do. This Everything about this nigga screams scumbag. Every single thing. This nigga is a, he's a villain. He is a villain. He is a villain. I want to, like, I, I again, I never want to take this podcast shit to the point of violence. But if I did, Charleston White would be at the top of the list. I'm sorry, man. The this nigga's never had a good idea. The moment someone tells you not to bathe, you should just assume that they're a supervillain. They should be eliminated from all other discussion. They're a supervillain. They should be eliminated from all discussion, like a Rick and Morty supervillain, like yeah, the no, dude that real. pissed on everybody. Yeah, yeah. Man, get or, the like, f- or like the king from the adventure episode. Like you got a shoebox somewhere. Like it, like something's wrong with you, man. Charleston White suck my dick, dog. It, it, shut the fuck shut up. The and the number one person who should shut the fuck up. You don't bathe. Don't touch mine. Cameron got to shut the fuck up, dog. Killer. 
kill enough enough my nigga and oh yeah that's right i didn't we didn't we uh yeah that's right we didn't report on this last time um so in the past week the joe budden uh you know melissa ford is on the joe budden podcast now and basically they were talking about how cam and mace on their sports podcast i want y'all to hear these key words as i explain this to you on their sports podcast told a story about how they about him and mace about how they were either underage or barely of age tag teaming a woman in a whorehouse somewhere in harlem cameron told this story in detail to the point where mace looked very uncomfortable um and they talked and so the joe budden podcast talked about them talking about it a little bit and they were like, well, they weren't doing anything. Well, there wasn't anything illegal going on. And Melissa Ford goes, that you know of, or so they say. But anything could have been going on there. There could have been underage, there could have been underage sex trafficking going on in there, which is completely reasonable because whorehouses are on and off hotbeds of sex trafficking. And nobody in there is checking IDs. And what Joe Button his crew Cameron and the rest of the manosphere heard was Cameron being accused of being a pedophile. Oh, man. Now they, they got some clarity on air and it kind of, they kind of quieted the situation and Melissa Ford, even the next episode apologized and she, and in my opinion, she didn't have to at all. Cameron, fucking lost it on his platform went off on her a little bit went on social media proceeded to go off on her further there was a there's an old picture of them together back in her video vixen days and he was like well the real story behind this picture i never liked this bitch and i told this bitch to stop touching me and that's why I'm you. You lucky I'm not telling everybody about how you sucked Ice T's dick in the ba- in the in in the bathroom for two thousand dollars. <laughs> just random shit, random Damn. shit that you just kind of know isn't true. <sighs> and just went off on this woman. It was like, bitch, you're trying to destroy my career, and bitch, you're just that in the third, and fuck them Joe Button niggas. Now, I came on this podcast ready to hand out shut the fuck ups to Cam Mace. And the entire Joe Budden podcast crew, because they did leave because in the first episode, they did leave her out on a, on a ledge by herself, which they never do to each other. And the next episode, they came back and apologized. They came back and apologized to her for leaving her out on that ledge and feeling like and being and feeling like they opened the door for all that bullshit, for all that bullshit she Good. got on the Internet not long after, Good. because they kind of did. Good. And. I I was very surprised at the level of character. Not only that, Joe Budden was kind of like, not only that, I stand behind this girl at all times and enough, enough. Because he was talking about suing for defamation. It's like, and Joe Budden's like, man, go get your, you know what? You have enough, you have enough money to, that you have lawyers that will tell you that that's a stupid idea and that you don't know what defamation means. Can I just, let me, let me, let me pull up, and, let me, let me pull a page out of, out of my, my big bro's like, Real quick, go for I need, it. I need, I need y'all to all get gather around real quick. Get in the I huddle. Need, get need, in the huddle. I need everybody in the everybody huddle. in the huddle. Niggas, just just take turn, a knee. 
Turn one ear and get real close to your speaker real quick. Take right? a knee. Turn me up just a little bit. When Let's you go. behave like that, when you do that, you give merit and credibility to the shit you fussing at. To the thing you're accused of. If it if it's not shaking the way someone is saying it's shaking, you should just shut the fuck up and chill out. And then enjoy whatever comes afterwards when we all find out, oh, man, it ain't really shake like that. But that kind of behavior makes people want to investigate just a skosh further. Correct. Correct. That's why Mace didn't say shit. <laughs> That's why Mace shut his ass up and let Cam do all the talking. Only one of us is going to get in trouble today. When you have that one nigga in the crew that just wants to, that just wants to drive off the ledge, don't get in the way. Don't get in the way. <laughs> he you finally looked at Roy and I know why. Uh you have to be on call of duty with us to understand. Uh, fam, that is and let and let me tell you something. If you if you and if you feel slighted and the girl apologized, what else are we talking about? That's my thing with people. People that will kind of half-ass accept your apology or if it or or make the excuse that the apology don't sound genuine enough for their liking. What is your what is your metric for how genuine the apology sounds, nigga? You don't even know what you're talking about. And 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 let's go and let's take this a little further. Why oh why would you tell a story about running a train on a chick in this climate with all these allegations? Because the girl was right. You don't know what else is going on in these whorehouses. You don't know who who's of age because y'all because you niggas were underage, so I know you weren't checking IDs because you didn't want yours checked. You don't know what's going on at these places. That's why I tell people that risky behavior is risky behavior. You can buy crack from that nigga. You can buy cocaine from that nigga on the corner, but you don't know what he's selling you. That nigga crushed up some baby aspirin. You don't know what these niggas are selling you. The first episode of Breaking Bad warns you of this. Jesse Pinkman was selling niggas chili powder and calling it crystal meth. I bet you were having an experience snorting that. I like and so you don't know what's going on in these places. So all it's going to take one day is, is one day for you to have been running your mouth on this episode, and then some girl recognize when and where you're talking about, and it turns out she was 17. And even though you didn't fuck with her, you were in the building. Oh, I, I, I never. I, that's our niggas, man. Um, no comment. No comment. And. You don't know what's going on in these places. So when somebody comes up and says, yeah, I was there. I was 17. I saw Cam and Mace there, and the niggas they were with raped me. You're not going to have a defense because you didn't know what the fuck was going on. Because, and it's all because you told, this fucking st- you told this fucking story about a place that a chick who was abused recognized. Y'all tell on yourselves all the time. Aaron Hall is in trouble now because of because of because him running his mouth about running a train on a chick, running his mouth to y'all guessed it, Special Agent Vlad, who's going to get all the kudos and credit when you go to prison and the, a nigga went a, a nigga got sent to prison based on his rap lyrics and and some shit he said in a Vlad video and the judge 
Saint Vlad. <laughs> like, I'm not even gonna go down the Vlad rabbit hole with you. And y'all are still running your mouths on these platforms. Why would you run your mouth like that in the first place? Don't know why y'all talk to me. And then talk, and then y'all all y'all all get on the same mode of, oh, that could ruin someone's career. That could Dr. Dre is a fucking legend to this day, and he beat that woman from the to the white meat. What the fuck are you talking about? Literally, no one y'all know today that catches these allegations these allegations has had any damage done to their career. Russell Simmons is some is somewhere in Tibet right now, evading the same shit. He came back into the states for an interview. No one has touched him. He is not in prison and is not going to prison. What the fuck are y'all talking about? What are you talking about? I hate that shit. Oh, you're going to ruin someone's career. No one in hip-hop. No one in hip-hop. Africa Bombada was touching little boys and nothing has happened to him. (laughs) What the fuck? Are you kidding me? Puff right now. Nothing is going to happen to Puff. I don't know, man. I think they got all, them, all that shit about he got he had to step down from Revolt, had to step down from Sean John, whatever. He's still collecting all of those checks, and we'll see not a single day in prison. I would love for him to go. He will not see a single day in prison. Any of the people y'all are talking about, oh, it's ruining my career. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. No one has had Aziz. Aziz on Starry is back on the scene and still touring. Louis Louis C.K. still touring. All these motherfuckers still getting money. Nate Parker getting money. Yeah, Nate Parker still getting money. I mean, he's not, I mean, he's not in the he's not in the good movies, but you know, he's still getting money and he's seeing no prison. I'm just saying these people are not seeing the consequences because hip hop insulates because hip hop. And Black Hollywood at large kind of insulates these people. Terrence Howard has told y'all in detail how he went upside two or three different wives' heads. That, that's because they didn't believe in his math. Because <laughs> this nigga was trying to reinvent he was, math. He was trying to teach him his math. <laughs> and they were interjecting with logic. This this nigga over here talking about the limit does not exist and shit. Nothing is happening to these people. And guess what? Nobody is on a campaign to ruin the second or third best rapper in Dipset's career. Shut the fuck up. Shut the whole fuck up, Cam. And I almost want to give Mace an honorary shut the fuck up. But he actually stayed quiet while Cam has been talking all this cash shit. This is how you fumbled Juju. I see it now. This is how you fumbled that bad, that bad bitch. I know what happened now. You niggas tell all the way on yourself. I'm sorry. Uh, we have to cut this podcast off because I think a ghost just walked in here. Um, have we done a podcast? Uh, yeah. Okay, we've done a podcast. Uh, Want to thank Roy for letting us do this, <laughs> letting us hang out. Um, I'm sure he's outside. I'm sure he's outside on the phone, caking with some potential. Um, oh man. <laughs> Um, I want to thank uh, want to thank Roy. Want to thank want to thank Sweat for the uh, stocking stuffers here. Um, <laughs> God damn. Um, uh, want to thank. Ev- oh, sorry. Want to thank everybody for showing their face. Happy birthday to uh, a real a real chick, uh, Miss Amanda. 
uh, one of uh, she's in the building now, and someone that I swore had come up on a milk carton is missing. Um, happy birthday to her. Love you. Uh, love you both, actually. Nothing but love. Um, do we have any church announcements? Man, hug your mom, hug your dad, tell your loved ones you love them. Um, yeah, I have nothing. Um, get well soon, Fluent. Um, join Patreon. Patreon.com slash opinions while black. And I don't really have anything. I don't really have anything. We'll be back next week with more foolishness, more fuckery. Hey. Um uh, I think we'll make that the maybe the Christmas special or the end of the year special. I don't know. Uh, e- either way, y'all y'all see it'll be fun as usual. Um, until Jazz then, hands, stay out of trouble. Please stay out of trouble. Until then, this has been oh god, I don't even know, like episode two forty five or something, two forty five, two forty six, one of those of opinions while black. I am I am Oz. You funny. And as always, forever imparting on behalf of the on behalf of the fluent one, Damien Randall. Titties. Titties. Clap. You got like big ones. And you got jiggly ones. And it's like small ones. And it's ones that like fit in your hands. You got something to fit in your mouth. It's crazy. Big ass titties.